0: Now, listening to The Awakened Soul.
1: Welcome to episode 37 of The Awakened Soul. We got a dope episode planned for you guys today. We're we're pushing our way towards 50. I got something big planned for episode 50. Um, As we keep getting closer to that, I'll I'll start teasing those details more and more. But as far as this episode, I got the cast of I'm Just Saying on. You guys have already been introduced to Shanice, who was on the episode previously. entitled she got it that was the episode that she was on um so check that one out if you guys want to get familiar with her and then come back but otherwise if you're gonna stick through this one we're gonna go ahead and get into our intro music we're jumping right into it and outside of that intro music is gonna be me and i'm just saying and you know we, got, we have a little intro plan for you guys i think you guys are gonna enjoy this one
0: Soul, soul. soul. The, the awakened
1: soul. soul. Well, ladies and gentlemen, after it took me 150 years to get one of the casts of I'm Just Saying podcast on. Um, I got all of them here today to we'll talk about a few subjects. We're going to go in and out of a few things, but before that, I'm going to have the ladies introduce themselves to the listeners of The Awakened Soul. Ladies, take it away. Hello, listeners. This is Darla here from
2: I'm just This is Jessica. How you doing?
3: This is Ayana, <laughs> And this is Shawnice again.
1: Before we get started uh, and get into the nitties and gritties, just how's everyone's week going so far? I know it's only, p- take a peek behind the curtain, it's only Tuesday, but... How was everyone's weekend and week so far? It's
4: Tuesday. Yeah, it's, it's Wednesday.
1: Wednesday. It's it's Wednesday.
3: Wednesday? Damn. <laughs> Boy, your week has been long. Has, My week has been long? Long. Uh,
1: just that's the life of of working in investments. It, it it gets long and it gets real. Um but I apologize it's Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> week's been good. We've been very productive.
4: Yes, my hump day was, was nice. It was Bagel Wednesday, so, you know. There's
3: always a theme at your job. It's always right. Bagel Wednesday. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I can't complain. It's almost Friday, so. Hell yeah. Yeah, I ain't going to use your
2: shit
1: to That's all good. Yeah, I got to drive to St. Louis on Friday, so I don't know if I'm looking forward to it or not, but uh, it'll come to me oh. at some point. You'll
0: be able How to drive. How far is the drive? I love that.
1: Six hours. Not that bad. Oh, okay.
0: Bad. Oh, okay. Oh, hell no. That's not easy.
1: Get yeah. yeah. a few That's playlists together. Jesus. That's that's either that's either the time for me to catch up on music or podcast, so it's not a big deal. Okay. Oh
4: yeah, that's a few episodes.
2: A big big I'm big just deal. saying. <laughs> oh yeah, you come to whole season one <laughs>
1: <laughs> in six hours. Come on now, you know y'all podcast is a lot longer than that. <laughs> oh, so we talk too much. <laughs> oh, that's what we. Say. Oh, okay.
2: Tell us you how
0: said you
1: said a lot them. longer.
3: Static so. <laughs> is coming, coming before,
1: quickly. Before, before we get into. The official topics, I gotta get you guys' opinion on this. And I didn't talk about it last week because I specifically wanted to wait to talk to you guys about it. But this trash ass Black China sex tape, or your initial reactions to it. Uh, we're just going in about this
2: not too long ago. <laughs>
0: See, I think it's, it's fucked up because like Safari just came out like with that little video and it's like complete opposite reactions. But it's just like you expect so much more. At least I did. I expected like some bomb like, like putting in
2: work. I wanted to see how she and got robbed to fall in love. Like I wanted to see them tricks. I mean, he is like <laughs> there was, there them. Was... Pressing with much. But um, <laughs> I don't think so. I think, I don't know. I think. I think she put in work for that.
1: Really? I really do. I feel do. Like the
0: video was more of like a what not to do.
1: Than like, you know, <laughs> <laughs> like, Damn, darling. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like this. And we had a couple conversations on Twitter about it. And uh, it was asked, why did anyone have any expectations or were they disappointed by it? And my thing is, is Black China has no marketable skills at all in life. Um, and her whole image is built around sex. Or being sexy, so you would expect it to be like an education, and I feel like it's especially when she ran from the splash and was like, "I'm scared," I was done. Like I, I, I was done. <laughs> <laughs> ran from the splash. <laughs>
3: never heard yeah. that. Yeah, that's
0: a yeah. one, uh, one.
1: Yeah, you never I heard mean, it called the we, splash we, before.
3: No, no oh, never, dear. never heard the phrase "ran from the splash."
1: <laughs> we call it. So, what it I mean, is. I guess
3: like, right. <laughs> waterfall splash. I guess I get it, but I would never say it. She dead said, "I'm scared." Though that's great.
4: <laughs> she should have never started if she was scared.
3: Right. <sighs> Maybe he liked that. Maybe he was like, "Ooh, play like you scared." I like that. <laughs> right. You know, niggas is weird. It. <laughs> <today>. <laughs> right? This
0: is <laughs> weird. No, was like, no, that's probably,
2: probably one.
1: <laughs> so, we're going to take another brief musical break on the other side of that we're going to get into our icebreaker. Before before we get down into the discussion topics, we do have an icebreaker. Uh, And and coming off this Black China sex tape talk, um, I wanted to ask you guys the top five songs that get you in the mood. um, Ladies, you guys can go. Darla, go first. We'll we'll pick Darla to go first.
0: Oh, (laughs) five songs. Okay. I feel like anything Chris Brown is like... Oh,
1: come on. To get you in the mood? You like kids? Absolutely.
2: Teenager.
0: First of all, no, because... yeah. (laughs) What <laughs> yeah, well, Chris Brown okay? song, though? What song? Like, first of all, okay, Um, no bullshit. Sexy as fuck. Um, what, wait, hold up. I got some. I got some. What's that the shit that we Look carry Hills to? One Night Stand? Mm-hmm. One Night Stand? Sexy,
3: um, pass. He said five. <laughs> That's two. So how many That's was two. that? <laughs> how many I got? Um, liquor.
1: So, basically, what we're finding out about Darl is high school seniors everywhere, shoot your shot. Um. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, <laughs> oh, oh, Jesus. oh
4: Jesus. You're not gonna come at my sister like that, dog.
2: Everyone
0: was very legal. As of, as was, we went when no bullshit came out, you know. I don't I don't oh, also, Trey, come on. Y'all know um oh. he said my name in that song, right? What song was
3: that? What song? Did he say Darla? He said
0: Darlene. Yes, so Yana knows. What's the, what's
1: the name of that song? <laughs> I, don't <understand> <laughs> <laughs> I don't
0: know.
3: What do you think song.
1: of it? <laughs> oh, man. Shanice, what about you?
3: How did I know you were going to choose me next? I'm sitting here trying to pick up my nails. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so. Number one song would be Speechless by Beyonce. Love that song. And then I would go. love. Right. I would go Mirror. I would go Mirror by Neo. Oh,
4: man, bitch, you stole one of mine.
3: I mean, you know, <laughs> I would go. Hmm. Who else would I go? I want to switch it up. I want to switch up Decades and stuff. Uh, I would go Sexual Healing just because I like that song. Um, two more. Uh, I would go. Do you mind by Janet Jackson? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Or oh, would you mind? Would you mind? I do. You mind? Would you mind by Janet Jackson? And then last one. I don't know. I guess I would cop out and say like. <laughs> I would cop out and say like uh what's it called that damn song in the middle by Trey Songz first album love that song. Okay. Hey. All, right.
1: All right. Who wants to go next? I'm
3: giving y'all things to look up here now i right. go next um,
4: I got Say It by Neo mm-hmm. oh yes
3: yeah.
4: uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mirrors by Neo obviously um, uh, Scratching Me Up by Trey Songs. You're right, anticipation. you're right you're talking about me trying to make love you are a <laughs> over also, you pain and pleasure <laughs> yes, You Belong To Me was a good one by Trey Songs too mm-hmm. that's four um, when well, we make love by genuine. Mm. Oh, you yeah. mention all the time. I am. Mean.
2: Yes, <laughs> all right, Jessica. I just put on on um, Apple Music. Sade, <laughs> <sometimes>. <laughs> you <said> Sade. Sade. <laughs> okay.
0: All
1: right. You I know, like
2: I, I, I can't listen to music. I know the words too. Like, like I really like because I fuck around and start singing and just. Ruin, them more ruin the more about ruin the shit. Now you're supposed to
0: make a whole music video
1: to it. That's all. Shame. that was good,
2: Yeah, uh, what's yours?
1: I got to answer this. That's yes. that's too personal. Absolutely. I can't do that. Um
3: <laughs> oh.
1: you talking about splashing and <laughs> whatnot? Person.
3: That's not too personal.
1: Uh, <laughs> um. Okay. So, um, neighbors know my name would definitely be on my list. Um. <laughs> trees Say Yes. Oh,
4: that's a good one.
1: Um, I gotta go old school, too. Teddy Pittergrass, Turn Off the Lights.
3: Yes. Uh,
1: let's see. Um, this may say uh, something about me, but uh, is it SWV or is that Escape? My Little Secret?
3: That's, um, um, isn't that Escape?
1: Escape? I think that's Escape. Mm-hmm. And what's that? Is that for?
2: Mm-hmm. It's a side bitch song. Yeah. Okay.
1: <sighs> younger Days. Younger Days. Younger days. <laughs> um, huh. Ooh, Prince, Erotic City.
3: Mm. So you are, that was a that was a young nigga and an old nigga at the same I'm a, time. I'm a
1: very old soul, so it is what it is. Look at you I'm trying <laughs> to get the panty drawers. I used to I used to have sex. Not, why would I tell you guys this? But I used to have. Wait, no, I used to of, <laughs> have sex mix not mixtapes but cds that i would that i would make and they were called gtg gtd mixes can y'all get guess draw, what that means guys. get the draws yeah so oh, we yeah. Get
4: oh.
1: Chinese, that's no fair you listen to the podcast i know you heard that before on the, podcast. Get
4: the and i also ju- i just saw that uh episode of martin the other day
1: yeah that's what's up Which I'm
3: like, let me just look like you exclusive okay <laughs> <laughs> you made that shit
1: up <laughs> Alright now, so we had some fun it's, it's getting ready to get time to get into some deep topics and conversations But of course, we gotta get into some music before we get into that So we're gonna take another musical break on the other side of that We're gonna get into the nitty gritty We're gonna get into what The Awakened Soul is all about We're gonna get into some heavy conversation Ready or not All right. So it's time to get into the discussion topics. These are going to it's have the potential of getting pretty deep. Um it's we're going to make it fun as well I'm, cuz I'm a I'm an asshole, so I'm pretty sure I'm going to throw you guys off of, from time to time. But um just the overall discussion topic um that we're going to talk about is does society and our culture teach women to expect expect less from black men and you know with all the memes that are going around on social media some positive some negative but i like to at least for me the majority ones i see are negative and it made this question come up to mind um so what do you guys think when you hear that what do you guys think it means to you personally and in your experience um jess we'll come to you first on this one so can you
2: just i'm sorry can you say the question one
1: more yeah i'm sorry if you, I, I talk really fast sometimes so if you need me to slow down don't be afraid to ask um does society and our culture teach women to expect less from black men?
2: I honestly, I would say no, I don't. I think if anything, it we expect more from them. If anything, I wouldn't say that we, ex- no, especially from black men. I think that we um, have higher expectations, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to think of an example that I saw, but it doesn't come to mind. But no, I don't. I But I definitely see... Um, where you're coming from that perspective. Mm-hmm. But no, I do not think that um, especially not, you know, minority women. I mean, don't get me wrong, there's some of us who love bashing them, right? Cause they be doing some trifling stuff. But no, I think at the end of the day, like we do expect better and we do expect more. I mean somebody back me up on this, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: I completely agree. (laughs) I think it's society that expects less from black men because of the roadblocks at every corner in a black man's life, pretty much. But as a minority woman, a black woman, I agree. We expect more from black men because we know what we know, like the strength that the black man has. We know what y'all are capable of. We know we're capable of, so we know y'all capable of the same thing. So I think we have a higher expectation from our own men but that leads to also like more disappointment because it doesn't always you know I it doesn't know. always um they I don't know, always that, right? match up to our expectations. Okay. I think and that's because society has such low expectations of them. So like if you not if you're not expecting me to do much then why do I have to do much? But right. we know what you can do, so.
4: I also think that black women um, while we expect more we make a lot of excuses for the black man. Um, Cause we, I mean, we know their struggle and I think we do a lot to kind of protect the black man and to um, make sure they're good and make sure they're taken care of. So we, there are some things where we are more willing to uh, let go of or pick up the slack on um, just because we want to, you know, take care of our black men.
1: I love that. I love that. Shanice. what about you?
3: Um, I agree with all of my, I'm just saying, pod mates here. I think that a lot of the time, society puts a lot of stress on Black people, period. Um, and I feel like Black men in relationships with Black women feel like they have to um, basically like be on the same level. I feel like a lot of Black women... Depending on the woman and their past, they do put a lot of stress on black men to be the moon, the sun and the earth where they're not the moon, the sun and the earth. It's just It seems like it's just too much pressure put on black men when it comes to just being and existing. But that's not to say that that's not the same pressures that all people feel in relationships. I think just as a human being, they get a lot thrown at them. But in a relationship it, it's different depending on the person, I think. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Okay. So what do you think is the the biggest difference between how black or, or ethnic women or however you want to look at it see the colored men versus how society paints and and sees the black man because i think there's there's, i think there's even a difference between how other races see black men but how black men are painted in like media and tv and movies and it's starting to come around um with the rise of black directors and and writers and everything but for two decades for the better part black people black men specifically in movies were basically always depicted as deadbeats or very childlike in nature so what do you guys think about that
2: So i going to take it away. I'm deep in <laughs> shit.
1: <laughs> Beaseless. <laughs>
3: I just feel like I'm going to get in trouble some, some way. Like if I say something the wrong way, what would you I feel trained? like all of your followers are going to like at me and go, "Who was this bitch talking about? <laughs> like, I just feel it. <laughs> I feel it in my bones. But I think for me, the way I can only speak for myself, but from my experience, how I see other races look at black men is like you said, how they're portrayed in me is very scary and they're dangerous and they, you know, amount to nothing. Um, And for me growing up, not having my father around, but having two older brothers, I didn't see the correlation. I didn't see that because my brothers weren't that. Um, So I never subscribed to that belief that black men were nothing and they were just deadbeats and they didn't have ambition and things like that. So I never went into relationships with black men thinking that way, like, oh, I'm just going to, you know, I'm gonna excel, and he's just gonna be sitting on the couch. He's gonna be a bum, and he's gonna be all these things because I didn't see that in my own experience. So whatever the the television was showing me, it was like, okay, this is just for TV. This is entertainment. This is not real life because it's not my life. The, the tele live vision. They um,
4: <laughs> mm, <all> <laughs> they they you know they portray our black men as something that they they are not at all. Um, I mean, not saying that, you know, there are a few that are deadbeats and, you know, aren't the best people, but it is not, it doesn't make up the entire population of um, black men. And I think it's because, uh, and, and we see them as, you know, kings, we see them as, you know, these great beings as great as, you know, we see ourselves. So there's I don't I think it's because we have an, a real exposure to them. I mean, like we 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 grew up with them. They are our brothers. They're our fathers. They're our uncles. They're, you know, our friends. So um, this is kind of it, it. It We know that it's that what's being portrayed to the rest of society is not true. And um, we're not going to follow the, the beat of that drum at all. So, I, I mean, I don't. I mean, I can, I just turned a blind eye to it. Um, and, but, you know, black people and people of color are fully aware of how we're being portrayed, um, you know, to the rest of the world. And uh, especially women. I mean, I you know, say. for a long time, women were portrayed as the <laughs> Jezebel, the the angry woman, mm-hmm. the 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 wild girl, the slut. Like, so, I mean, we're getting it just as much as they are. Um, but as long as we, you know, protect each other and take care of each other, I nothing can nothing can
1: stop us. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And just to I was-
2: around that, um, Yana, I, I think if anything, like it's the black woman who's portrayed poorly in society. And um, like Ayana was also saying, like, I do believe that it's black women who always stand up for black men, but black men don't always do that for black women. Mm hmm. I think that's definitely something 100%. that's 100% accurate in society and in our communities.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's, that's true. That's true. It's very true. So but that, also, I'm thinking... Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead, Darlene. I was gonna think back off of what Yana said, like how in the media they'll they'll portray us as criminals, they'll portray us they'll sorry, we're talking about the black man, they'll portray the black man as criminal as a criminal, as not loving black women, or you know, like they only want white women or something like that. But that's such like a small percentage of the actual black male population, but that's all that you see. So that's all that other people who are only exposed to black men through social media or the media in general. That's all they know, which is so false because it's the tiniest percentage. Right.
1: So I want to piggyback off something Jessica said, and that that is how black women, black men need to support our women more. Um, and this wasn't on the list, but it's a conversation I definitely want to get into. And one because I had in online, uh, I think just yesterday, in which. We were talking about how, um, I don't know if you guys seen it, but the um director of Black Panther, Ryan Coogler, had a post mm-hmm. about his wife and told said how his wife, um, bought him, I, I think, a specific program so he can final learn. Final strip, mm-hmm. yeah, 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 yeah final script. script. final draft, and, and so like that. we we spun that into um, a conversation in which um, black men don't like men, I think, in general, but we'll we'll focus this on black men. Um, I think men don't acknowledge what our women do for us usually because men themselves at least in in my experience don't seek acknowledgement in the same way women do so I think that we miss that sometimes and that's not an excuse but I'm just saying I'm just presenting this as a discussion topic to what do you guys think about that I think that there's a big disconnect in what men think they are acknowledging or they're showing that they're appreciative but there's a disconnect in how women would kind of rather take that, at least from from my perspective. And, you know, anyone can take that and, and piggyback off that if, if you guys have any thoughts on that.
3: Who wants no. to go first? Um, yeah. I'll go
4: first. Okay. Yeah. Um, I, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, I've learned along the way, uh, like in relationships that I've been in, that um, people tend to express themselves very differently, especially men and women. Um, you know, a woman will show her appreciation, um, you know, through gifts of gratitude or, you know, expressing their words or being affectionate or um you know, doing something for their man, whereas men are not really sure how to do anything or or how to how to even express that. And it has, I think, it has a lot to do with even um, the idea of showing any kind of emotion or uh, weakness. And um, you know, men, especially black men, are raised to not show. You know, emotion. Showing any kind of emotion—happy, sad, um, you know, joy—is—is a—is a form of weakness. You have to be strong at all times, and um, it's very, you know, difficult when you're you're dealing with another person um, to get them to change that, especially if they were, you know, raised to not show that thing or they they've never seen it before they've never seen you know their mothers get appreciated and they've never seen um you know their sister or their like any of their uh family members do the same thing so it's just like it's a it's a cycle it it goes on forever if you're if you're not exposed to that you don't really know how to um express that type of emotion Mm
3: -hmm. absolutely that was so true yeah piggyback off of um what ayana said i know we had this discussion like in the group chat maybe a month or two ago maybe longer than that but um how i agree and i brought up how um it does seem very prominent in the black community that women will always come to the black men's defense but black men will easily not come to black women's defense whether they are on any spectrum of the color scale it just doesn't seem like that is the case um that came about with that whole um Tommy Laren thing on Twitter and everybody was like oh that's bay or whatever and it's like are you fucking serious like this woman that would sell you out for mm. less than anything, you right. would choose her over your own, which is a different discussion. But I agree with um, Ayana, and I like that you asked that question on the difference of how Black men treat Black women and vice versa. Whether you know just just how men are versus how women are. I know we also had a discussion, um, the four of us girls, about how women are more thoughtful and we can think about a million things at the same time. We can think, what does he like? What is, you know, they'll remember things that he said where men are more, you have to tell them what you want. Men are the more like, tell me what it is and I'll make it happen. They're not the, let me try to remember some shit she told me she liked three months ago type. They're just not made. Well, the men in my life, they're just (laughs) not made to be that way. And I think, Um, that has been something that I've also learned. Like, I can't expect someone to think what I think. And I've had to learn that through, you know, just friendships or relationships with people that, you know, if a woman wants something from her man, you can't expect it. Because number one, having expectations is leaving room for disappointment, which is, I mean, nothing's going to get anywhere. So if you want something, you have to say it. (laughs) And if that's, that's an issue then that's another issue for your relationship but you know you have to just i think everyone man or woman should just be vocal on what they want and what they feel because having expectations of a man should be this and a woman should be this is just it's a pointless battle because no man can tell a woman what she can be and no woman can tell a man what he can be so
1: i respect anything to add on that jess
2: i just I, I agree, but to an extent, I still feel like it's an excuse, right? Like, it is. Like, at the end of the day, like, <clears throat> just like what um, when we were talking in the group chat, like, when that shit happened, then um, there were some guys on Twitter talking shit about black women and stuff, and, like, um, Shawnee's made a point. She was like, you know, it's just crazy, because this shit would never happen with other races, and you're <laughs> right. Like, you're not going to go into, you know, Colombia or, or the Hispanic community and and talk about their women and not get any type of backlash from the men is just not going to happen same Mm -hmm. thing with white men like they're going to stand up and i just feel like unfortunately black women don't have that support system or maybe it's just not loud enough right you know Mm
1: -hmm. Mm -hmm. and it's even
2: sadder when it comes from their own people when Mm -hmm. it's black men bashing black women absolutely right um Going back to the original question
1: because
3: <laughs> I think we mm-hmm. strayed over
0: quite a bit <laughs> But you were saying That women Men don't need gratitude Or need acknowledgement the way that women Need acknowledgement right? Correct um, And not necessarily
1: need think... but I I I think more look for it in the same way I'm, I just wanted to okay. clarify. Mm-hmm.
0: Look for it I don't think it's <laughs> Looking for, as a woman, I don't think it's more so looking for acknowledgement when you do things. We don't do things to get the acknowledgement, you know, to get a thank you out of it or anything. I think it's just that if, you know, I'm breaking my back every day to make sure we're all good, you know, something in return, like, just let me know that you see me. Let me know that, you know, you appreciate it. It doesn't have to be every time, but don't take it for granted also. Mm -hmm.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm one of those people that'll stop doing it. I'm like, like, oh, you don't know this? Yeah, so. and that and that, and that, yeah, so <laughs> and that
0: sucks. Like, just,
3: you know, just be appreciative. Can I ask a question? Absolutely. <laughs> I always seem to be the one that asks these questions. But do, in those situations, for any, anybody, um... Do you feel like, you know, Ayanna said like she'll just stop doing it? Is it a situation where you bring it up and you're like, hey, did you notice I do this? It, it would make me feel good if you told me that you appreciated it or you showed some sort some sort of sign that you at least acknowledged it. Do you communicate that or no? At that <laughs> point. I feel like that's something that you
0: shouldn't have to communicate. I mean, I understand what you're saying. Like, if I don't tell him that, you know, if I don't tell him that I want him to be grateful, then he won't, or he won't know that that's what I'm upset about, or whatever. I get that, but I feel like. You shouldn't have to spell everything out. Like, you know, you, you're taught for, you taught, everyone's taught from a child, someone does something for you say, say thank, thank you, 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 you know? Mm-hmm. So, like, as an adult, you, you, should, you, you should have evolved a little more than that to realize, like, if someone's, especially someone you're supposed to love and care about, if they're, you know, all the time, they always have your back, they're always doing this and that for you, and they're going out of their way, spending their money, helping you, like, something that's going to, like, help to do something that's going to help you in the long run, come you got to you got to be appreciative of that you got to at least like let her know that you just just a thank you.
1: Anything. Can, can I add some color you. to that? Um, sure. And just from a Absolutely. man's perspective, and I can only speak for me. Um, the way that I was raised, for example, is that as a man, it's my job to make sure my family's good. That means my lady doesn't have to work. None of that. I don't care about that because at the end of the day, I'm going to make sure that I'm going to be able to support us for me, as far as showing me a pre- appreciation for that, I don't expect, I don't expect you to say thank you. Cause in my head, I'm doing what a, what a man should do. So mm-hmm. I don't want you to say thank, thank you. But if you're going to show that you're appreciative of me making sure we're always good to me, all I need is, Hey, if I say, if I ask, can you cook hamburgers today? And you say, yeah, there's no problem. I'll cook hamburgers or whatever. To me, that's showing, Hey, she's, I asked for something. She did it. That's appreciation. And I think that Men sometimes get caught in, well, I'm doing what she's asking me to do, or I'm I'm doing what, or she's doing what as my woman she should do, or I feel like she should do, and we lose sight of she doesn't have to do that. So Mm -hmm. still show appreciation. I just think that there's a disconnect in what we feel is showing appreciation and what you guys feel like. It's it's like the love languages. Mm -hmm. I could be to me, I could be showing that I'm the most appreciative, but until you communicate to me what what it means what you see as as appreciation, I will never know that if you don't tell me.
3: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's what I meant by the communicating part. And it's only from like my own experience of having like, you know, I think we talked about it last time when I was appearing on your amazing podcast that in this relationship, I've had to learn a lot about how things work because I've never lived with someone who wasn't related to me. So it was like, you know, I'm like, I cook every day and you never say thank you. Or you're just like, oh, you know, because you expect it. Like, I cook every day. Yeah, cool. You cooked Wednesday. You cooked Monday and Tuesday. Like, I get it. This is what you do. But then he'll wash the dishes. And I realized that I wasn't saying thank you for washing the dishes because I don't want to wash the fucking dishes after cooking. So I have to tell him, like, it makes me feel good when you appreciate the fact that I don't have to cook, but I do it. Well, one, because you have to eat and two, because I, I do it for you. And he was like, I understand on the flip side, you don't tell me thank you for washing the dishes. And I'm like, you know what? I don't do that because I'm thinking, of course you should wash the dishes I cook. Like that makes sense in my fucking brain. But you know, if you're not, you're not communicating those things, it's sort of like, then you get left and you on the couch side-eyeing him and shit. And you're like, well, what's leaving the problem? Like, what, what is your, what is your issue? Bitch, we just had a great meal. Like, <laughs> that I cooked. You know what? Right. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I meant by the whole, like, do you communicate those things? Because like you said, it does get missed when a man thinks, depending on what your relationship is and how you define your relationship like you said, you were raised a certain way. If you're a woman, you know, was a stay-at-home mom and those things, that would be your relationship dynamic. And you would think, yeah, she doesn't have to thank me for going to work and making sure I pay bills and making sure she's good. That's how your relationship is. So define what your relationship is and then communicate what things you feel are expected. He doesn't expect me to cook and I don't expect him to wash the dishes. It's just when you do things outside of yourself, you have to communicate. Like, I don't want to do this shit, but I do it for you. So. I'm telling you that next time I do it, I would like to see a smile on that face. (laughs) Side eye.
1: All right. Anything left on this before we move on? All right. So the next topic that we have to get into today is how does the relationship or your relationship with your father affect your expectations in your relationships with men? And I know this may not be one that everyone could relate to, but it's definitely with us being on the topic of, of black men and how women see them, I definitely wanted to get this because I think that that could play a big part in, in how relationships are viewed and expectations. So, darling I'm going to come to you first on this one just because okay. I wanted to catch you off guard and you were looking off. But
0: uh, <laughs> <laughs> what are I, your I, thoughts I on that? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I was raised by my uncle and my aunt. So my uncle and I, our relationship, it was, he was like, he's like my ride or die, okay? Like, we talk about everything. Um, when I was younger, the thing about him was, like, he could not stand to see me upset with him. Like, if I wasn't talking to him, then he would do everything in his power to get me back on his side. Like, I ha- if I had an attitude or whatever, he'll, like, try to give me some money. He won't mention, <laughs> like, what he did wrong, but he'll like I don't hey, even know what he created. Money? <laughs> or, hey, you, need, you need this, you need that. Like and that's how I found out I have power.
1: <laughs> <So, laughs> uh oh.
0: I, I feel like that may have messed me up a little bit in relationships. <laughs> I feel like if I'm upset with you now, it's your job to Get me back on your side, like get me back feeling right. Oh, <laughs> wow, did
3: that. That's It's his fault. <laughs> That's crazy. It's his fault. I mean, <laughs>
1: <Mm-mm-mm>. <laughs> shameful. Well, again, we, we this is. I feel like we're finding out a lot about Darla on this podcast. Everyone, pay attention. <laughs> so uh,
3: we find out a lot you? about Darla every podcast.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> Never ceases to amaze me. <laughs>
1: This one this? And I need to take this, this, this Do you want to go next on this one?
3: Um, sure.
4: So I I have a, a really great relationship with my um my father. And um he in a way, like he he's never spoiled me, but then he has spoiled me. Like he's taught me to expect a lot from men and um it's it's only because he is a really great father and husband to his wife and um he doesn't like I'm I'm the princess, I'm the only girl that he has, like I'm the firstborn. So he's like he he's very he was very headstrong on making sure that if he's gonna treat me like the princess, then a man is gonna treat me like his queen. And he has always instilled that in me. He's always, um, you know, taught me things that I should expect, even as a teenager. Um, going on my first dates, you know, he would tell me, uh, make sure he opens the door for you. Make sure that he's walking on the outside of the curb when you're on the sidewalk. Make sure that he's doing this. Make sure that he pays for it. But it, he better be paying for it. But you better have your own money in case he the nigga can't pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> <So, laughs> So he's always been very um, protective of me and very present in making sure that I am treated the way that I should be. Um, And then in, in a way, it's kind of it's I think it's a little bit hurt me because I've I've I almost feel like I have this unrealistic expectation of men. Um, but then I snap out of it sometimes because it's like, no, girl, that, that's what he's supposed to be doing. And um, I, I just expect, you know, a lot from a man. I expect him to have his own. I expect him to, you know, be able to provide, be able to show um, affection, be able to, um, you know, be supportive and be all things for me, even though I'm 100%, you know, independent and able to take care of myself, I expect, uh, you know, a, a man to be a man and I expect a man to be just like my dad. So <laughs> um, if he's like anything less than I feel like he's not, you know, pulling his weight. Just. <sighs> tell us about your
2: daddy
3: Jess
2: (laughs) my daddy is a great guy he really is but he was very absent um while I was growing up um he just I mean I I don't want to call him a bad dad because he's a good dad when he's in your face like he was that dad like when he would come visit us he would you know be a good dad but he didn't come visit us all the time like I probably saw him once a year You know, so but he was paying child support like he was, you know, whatever he financially he he helped out or whatever. But I think more than anything, um, because of his lack of presence there, my mom used to talk to me so much about it. So um, my mom blames herself for their marriage breaking up and not working out because um, she said that she was very verbally abusive and she was really mean. And she, you know, she didn't treat him like a man and stuff. So um, she says that, you know, even though, you know, things the way things played out, you know, she didn't deserve what she got. But she always kind of talked to me like, you know, when you get a man and when you're taking those steps, you know, just be cautious about this. Don't make the same mistakes I've made. So I think if anything, just um, that's, you know, now that I'm older and, you know, feeling ready to you know maybe one day be somebody's wife those are some sometimes things that i take into consideration um i don't you know because when, when you get married you want to, it to be forever and you don't you know you darling i see you grinning because <laughs> you a verb, you, verbally I, 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 hell you yeah. be. I am but he deserves that shit sometimes so that's why he
1: gets
2: <laughs> <wrong>. <laughs> but no it's like stuff like that. i know right it's, it's funny but no but little things like that like um i think that because my dad wasn't there my mom just kind of told me like you know when it's time to be a wife and it's time to you know you got to make sure that you treat the man good and you make him feel like the man in the house
1: you're right, I feel that shanice see the last one last of the mohicans on this question
3: <laughs> um so my, again my dad wasn't around at all So it was really my brothers around, but as I'm listening, I'm trying to think, did my brothers teach me anything about relationships? And I don't really think so, but I will say one of my, one of my brothers, my older brother, Chris, he, it's a running joke, not now because he's married and has a daughter, but like it's a running joke, but me and him and his old, um, ex-girlfriends that he used to treat me better than he ever treated his ex-girlfriends. Like, he would take them to, like, Applebee's, but every time he would take me out, we went to, like, white tablecloth and, like, had a maitre d' and, like, reservations. Like, it was, like, really nice. Yeah, like, he would hang out with his, he was always working and, you know, he was always out the house, but every, like, every other Friday, it seemed, or Saturday, we would always spend time together. And it wasn't really a planned thing. It just happened to be that way. So he used to always like, you know, show me and take me different places or different restaurants and things like that, which now I see it as more of a, it's not an expectation I have in relationships, but that's something that I know I do for myself. Like I, I've never stopped looking and for new things to do or new places to go. Cause I think he's instilled that importance in me of seeing other things. My mom, on the other hand, is sort of like Jess, my mom taught me how to be or how to have a relationship by showing me all the things not to do, basically how she did in a relationship. Because my mom, and I love her to death, she was not the best partner in relationship. She, every dude, she showed a new negative sign of herself and that just showed <laughs> me that like, I don't wanna do that. Like I don't wanna be that type of person. And sometimes it'll come out naturally because I'm my mother's child and I do take a step back, like, okay, I'm I didn't mean to come off that way. You know, I'm Joe Mosey's child, that's 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 in my DNA. But not to say she's a terrible person, it's just I feel like watching her in relationships showed me all different types of guys and how all different types of guys are and how all different types of guys expect their relationships to go so I think that showed me I think that showed me how to be adaptable like I always say to my boyfriend now I feel like whatever guy I've been with or I have the if things don't work out I will be with I feel like I'm adaptable like if they think a relationship is supposed to be this I can be that type of person or if they want like this type of relationship I can also accommodate to that based on I don't know I just think I'm an adaptable person when it comes to what person I'm with I don't think I'm ever going to be the same type of shawnees with a different guy if that makes sense of course you live you grow right absolutely yeah
1: that's what's up that's what's up anything else anyone wants to say before we move on
2: well what about you
4: ace how your daddy teach you how to be in a relationship what did poppy show you
1: (laughs) (laughs) my dad is very much uh like kind of how you guys talked about earlier like don't show emotion Uh, at all he was military uh, for 20 something years he works for the NSA now but it was very much a traditional you hold the door open you like for my sisters i wasn't able for example i wasn't able to sit down at the table and so all my sisters were served and i had to make sure that they were served um as far as like dinner yeah. so i had to hold all the doors open for my sisters i have six sisters by the way um jeez
3: yeah, yeah. holding the door for a while yeah and then <laughs>
1: um so my dad believed in uh i could not be sleep if he was up so we used to wake up at like five six o'clock in the morning even on weekends and like build a deck or be outside cutting the grass. And that, that's, that <laughs> still affects me now to where like, even on weekends or if I'm off, there's no sleeping in. I'm up by six 30 every morning, oh, no. seven days a week, like clockwork with no alarm. I mean, I haven't set an alarm in 10 years and I, I'm still up by six 30 every morning. Um, So that's how I was raised. Like it, it was very, my dad's very militaristic and yeah. So I, and I, I, I truly think, um and just to piggyback kind of off what we talked about earlier with, with, men being slow to show emotion. I don't really think I learned to slow, show emotion until my oldest son was born because I had to, because it was the first time that I was responsible for somebody who didn't, like all he knew was what I showed him. He didn't, he couldn't just pick up on, yeah, daddy loves you. He just doesn't know how to show it. So I had to show that emotion. My son's very affectionate, to my oldest son. Um, so that's when I really started realizing like, okay, I understand why my dad did what he did, but it's time for me to come out of that. And so that's when I start, slowly started to be able to be more in touch with being able to show emotion. Aww. Oh,
2: cool. That's Great. And no shade, right? Like I and, uh, and I mean this in the most I nicest you about way to say ever. some wild shit. Like <laughs>
1: That's usually right, when the Shade comes. No, go I'm ahead. Not, no, I'm you not. good. No, <laughs> no, seriously. No, no, seriously. I'm an open book. I'm an open book for her. Ass. All
2: right. But like damn, as a woman, how the fuck you end up with somebody like that who don't show emotion until you have your first kid with them? That's insane.
1: I don't know. I honestly don't know. Because like looking well, he back. some
3: sort of emotion if he got her pregnant.
1: No, that was physical. Um, but, um.
3: That just none of that hurt. That was a Get with
1: No, but, um. I don't know. I think I, the people around me, like,
2: like, can, can I ask you something? Were you that type of guy to be like, yo, come on, like, you you know, this is how I am. Like, was that your when she would say something about how you would act or something? No, I mean, I think
1: because we met sophomore year of high school. So I think that over the course of the year, she kind of realized or noticed that i was different um in that like i I could be affectionate but it was harder to come by it was rarer probably than most people so i think that she just got used to it and as she even said like especially when my daughter was born my oldest daughter was born She's like, you're like a completely different person. I was like, in a good or bad way. She was like, no. She was like, you just actually show now what you used to always tell me you felt. Like, I'm good at expressing my emotions, but showing it, it took forever for me to be able to show. It. So, glad
3: you show to bring it out
2: of you. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, it's still an excuse, though. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> Everything's I, <I'm>, an Come <laughs> on, oh, no
3: excuses. <laughs> not good enough for her. It's
2: not, you know, just, I'm just saying, okay, I get it, but I mean, oh. I,
1: Oh well. <laughs> you know, but I kind of I kind of feel that. I kinda, there's there's a time and I think that everybody's raised a certain way, but there's a time, especially when you become an adult that you have to realize that just because you were raised a certain way doesn't mean that that's how you have to stay. That's not the ideas you always have to hold on to. So
0: Exactly. It's all about, like, self-awareness. Yeah. Once you realize, like, like me, I've realized certain things about myself that I've really, that have been going on all my life, but I didn't know. I, I just, like, found these things out about myself, and I'm like, damn, okay, we can change this now. Now that I know, like, what's going on, like, I, I can change this. Yeah. And that goes with anybody, like, just because you have to I, I feel like that like Jess was saying it's like an excuse just to be stuck in your ways just because oh I was raised this way that's how I am no you know you were raised that way you know that's how you are so you know that you can change it if you want to change it right not that. like you personally I'm, not, I'm just saying
1: in general <laughs> oh, No, and I, I mean I can, and I can speak to that I can speak to that definitely for sure because there was times like like with my son now as much as the ideas that my dad taught me I, I still think are valuable and i teach that to my son to an extent i now know that i have to teach my my sons that it's okay to feel like it's okay like don't be no cry baby we don't do that but it's okay to, oh yeah, to show emotion it's okay to be in touch with your emotion so um yeah absolutely
3: oh i have a great question i feel like i'm taking we're taking over but do you think or have you been told or is it noticeable to you that you treat your sons different than you treat your daughter absolutely yeah. Absolutely. Do you feel like you're open to your I only exit because you said crybaby and it made me think about a conversation I had that if I were to have kids, I wouldn't want my son or daughter to just be sitting there crying about everything all the time because well, that's a weak attribute to have for a human being, I think.
1: Yeah, Crying, no. So we have a saying in my family with well, that I have with my kids um, that I say if they start crying, I say, do Johnson's cry Our last name's Johnson? Do Johnson's cry? They'll say no. <laughs> and I'll say, all right, don't let another tear fall and tell me what's wrong with you. And they'll stop crying, but I've ingrained that in them over the course of the of them being babies. So the crying, no. But as far as like my daughters, I will say my daughters pull on my heartstrings more than my son. So I, I'm teaching. I teach Blast my son. Oh man, <laughs> like my, especially my youngest daughter. I'm telling you right now, she gets damn near almost anything she wants, and it's and I'm learning that she's <laughs> starting to learn she can manipulate the hell out of me. Because it'll be like it'll be like, Daddy. I wanna I want another cupcake or something. I'll be like, no, you guys are only all getting one cupcake. She'll say, okay. And then when everybody else goes upstairs, she'll be like, Daddy, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs>
3: now that <gone. laughs> <laughs> you
4: are gone. Now you're really together. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: Terrible. Um, so the last discussion topic before we get into some some more fun, uh, which I may mix up a little bit. And this is just something that I've heard a lot of people say and uh a lot of men more more so say to women, but I wanted to get a woman's a woman's perspective on it, and that is, can a single mother truly teach her man, her son, what it is to be a man? And I know not everyone has kids, but just a thought when you hear that phrase, um, Ayana, because you just made a face a little bit when when I said that phrase. You you can take this <laughs> one away first.
4: Um, wait, it, it had my face had nothing to do with the question, but. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh I thought about this. Um, so yes and no, because um, see, a, a, a mother cannot be a mother and a father. It's, it's just not possible. Um, there are some things that a father uh, can teach their, you know, their son or even their daughter that a, a mother just can't. Um, but the reason why I say yes is because not all fathers are great dads. Um, just because you are a sperm donor does not make you a a a real like dad um it does not make you someone that is qualified to teach certain things to their children um you can be their father all their all you want but are you instilling the proper principles and values and morals in your kids um if if you're not doing that then i mean it's it's kind of pointless for you to be there <laughs> so um i think you know moms especially single moms they 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 have a lot of pressure to try and do both and i i know it it's it, it can be difficult my mom has done it um for my sister and um it's just certain things that you know i think that i learned from my father that my sister did not get and um she there's there's parts of her that are extremely different from me because of that um there's parts of her that 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 she grew up missing and um you know, it, it's just something about having a a father um, that that makes your makeup like you just how you're molded as you're growing up uh, different than, you know, someone growing up without a father. But I, I do think it's possible for a mom to be able to to do both. Um, but like I said, it, it's it's more quality over whether or not that that, that parent is there. Who
0: wants,
1: <laughs> wants to take it over next?
2: On that. okay i'll say no i'm sorry like i feel like a mom could be a good mom and i mean i feel like you could raise your son you can raise your daughter but you can't you can't physically show a boy how to be a man and i got examples for days right so i got an older brother who i love him dearly he has great qualities like there's things that he does like he's he can be such a thoughtful person like you wouldn't expect that from a man but because you know he was raised by a woman who taught us to be like that. But then they gain shit. And every nigga who's ever played my heart is a product of a single mom. So there's there's something going on. Something is missing in that in that household. I feel like 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 Yana was saying like yeah you 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 just can't be both. You can't be the best mom and the best dad. No, you're gonna be the best mom, and unfortunately because the dad isn't there, he gonna miss a couple of lessons. Yeah, yeah, like it's just not. not Mm. gonna happen not saying he can't be a good dude right he's good he could be a a great dude but it's not you know just because you could do it don't mean you should you know like you you should have the dude there if he could be there
1: i feel that Mm. i feel that
0: just i agree with you um I don't think that first of all I don't think a woman knows how to be a man she knows what she wants from a man and Mm
2: -hmm.
0: how she how she would like to see them behave so she can instill that in her son but she doesn't physically know how to be a man so First of all, I just feel like that's that's out. You can't do that. You can't teach a person something that you have never been or know nothing about. But you can teach them to be a good person, mm-hmm. as you should. But I feel like if I was in that predicament, if I was a single mother, I would try everything in my power to get him my son around some positive male role models because I know as a woman I can't I can't teach that to him and he's gonna be missing something. So mm-hmm. I would just like mean, there's free programs, you know.
3: YMCA, and type of, some type
0: of mentorship, big brother, big sister, mm-hmm. like something. But I don't think that's a mom's job to be
3: a father. Yeah, I think, I think it's possible, but I don't like just said, I think there's going to still be some compartments that haven't necessarily been filled. Um, just going off my own experience, again, with my, my mom raising all three of us by herself. Um, my brothers had their fathers in their lives sporadically. Um, and I feel like I don't know what their experiences were with them but I feel like knowing who my brothers are now like my mom always prides herself like every time they do something minutely positive it's always like (laughs) I did that I raised that like (laughs) like my mom like she likes to pride herself on the fact that my brothers have never been to jail they've never like been to her knowledge done anything negative in life or like She prides herself on um, that the fact that they dated women and then married them and then had kids, like, because that's something she wasn't used to, especially with her growing up and how her life was and everybody she was around. So she takes that part of her raising them. And she thinks that she feels like that's the most important thing that she could have done to show my brothers how not to be the type to just have kids all around New York. Like, But yeah, so I think it's possible because I've seen it. But I think if they didn't have their fathers in their lives at certain points that, I mean, who's, who's to tell what could have happened? But I think just knowing my mom raising them, I think she did a great job because I think my brothers are I mean, they—they right. are still trash ass niggas, but they're all right. They're better than dudes that I've experienced in my life, so mm-hmm. I'll just say that. Um, I have a question. What?
4: So we keep saying, you know, uh, a woman can't teach a a man what it is to be a man, but what does it? What does it mean to be a man?
2: Mm-hmm.
4: What exactly does that mean?
2: I've never been one. I, know his I have no <laughs> let's,
1: let's ask the man. I mean, I was I would say as far as like being a man means having a sense of taking care of your business um in in a in a way that um it, it's it's being a leader in a sense without cuz i think a lot of people especially nowadays associate leadership with telling someone what to do and that's not real leadership at all you shouldn't mm-hmm. you you, nec- you you can never directly tell somebody what to do and still be a leader and i think that, that that's part of being a man as well as like carrying yourself, uh doing what you say, your word meaning something. Um and treating people with respect. I think that that, that the 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 key thing about being a man and especially in this society and a black man is finding a way to uplift the people around you and your family without feeling like you, you necessarily need to be um acknowledged for. You you demand respect without necessarily needing to say it. Like I said, I keep going back to what it's a way that you carry yourself. Um mm-hmm. and, I, and I truly feel that that's that's a key proponent in, in being a man is is knowing how to carry yourself in a certain way. OK. Any other questions?
4: So you agree that that's not teachable um, from like a woman's perspective, a woman cannot teach that to a young man?
1: I think that a woman can teach a man to be a great person. But to carry yourself as a man, I think that and you you need and even people who have their father around, you still need Mm -hmm. other male role models or or figures or father figures. Like, I think that that's important for every man to have somebody in a sense that they respect and that they can get that side of things from, because I think that that's important for all men to have. I think that even even if it's not someone that you spend a lot of one on one time with, to have someone in your community or someone else in your family, in your church or whatever that you can see and you do have some interactions with and you can say hey that's a good dude i'm going to model myself after him i'm going to try to pick up Mm -hmm. on things from him just by osmosis just by being around him i think that that's important right Mm -hmm.
0: okay absolutely and as a boy it's important to you know see as a little boy it's important to see other just be around men just like you know we always talk about how important representation is it's important to see yourself in other people, you know, just being buried under your mother all the time, like I mean, I get it, but that's not—I don't think it's healthy for.
2: Not fair either.
4: Exactly. It can't just be any man, though.
2: Like, hey, no, it can't. Like,
4: right. They could. That's you, very
2: true. can be your mom I mean,
4: because there's a lot of you know young men out there that are looking for father figures, but they're finding them in, you know in the streets.
0: Right. You
1: know? yeah. Definitely.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and that's that's why I say I put a keyword on positive male role mm-hmm. models mm-hmm. and figures because. Mm-hmm. You can fe- find a male role model, like you said, walking down the street on the corner. That doesn't mean it's gonna be a positive one. It may it may not you may not be picking up on the right things in that Sweet. case. Um so yeah. I mean any, anything left left on this one? That was a beautiful question. <laughs>
2: Good job, Yama.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I mean that's it on the deep discussion. We call that you know that we put a nail in that one that one's finished so we're gonna go ahead and get into some more music on the other side of that music it is going to be the last segment of the evening where we're talking about uh, some of our favorite eras of music here that was so we can get back to some fun but i have i have to ask this one i'm sorry this is piggyback off a question if you don't feel comfortable answering it that's fine i'll even i'll even edit it out the podcast but if you if you are going to give black china one tip on how not to have tra- a trash sex tape the next one? time <laughs> oh no it could be more than one but at least one what would be what would be the tip Shani? some i'm coming to you first tip.
3: Oh, I knew you gotta come for me first. I need to keep my mouth shut. I um, mean, that's not the tip.
1: That's definitely yeah, not, the tip.
3: Right, not the tip. Um, how can I say this without putting people in my business? What I would say just on the on the video, I would say number one, get up.
1: Don't <laughs> lay down on your back. Like
3: I don't know what you were trying to do there with that, but I mean, like. No nigga should be sitting on your chest. That's just me. (laughs) They balls um, in your eyes. (laughs) Yeah, like
4: you
2: know,
3: don't nobody needs that. Um, so definitely get up. You know, either you know y'all switch positions. He's laying down, and or you are whatever. You know, just don't be on your back. Um, also look like you want to do it, and not like he's forcing you to do it. Again, maybe he's into that. Like, look like you don't want it. So, like, I'm going to have to force <laughs> myself. Some niggas like shit like that. I mean, whatever floats your boat. But, you know, look like you want to do it. And if if that's if that's what you're going for, the whole, like, oh, my God, he's making me do this. Like, the whole, like, stepdad, fuck stepdaughter type thing. Like, if you're trying to do that <laughs> thing, then at least, like, look the part. Don't be, like, like he woke you up. Like, I'm saying, because... I, I thought mean, it's he was very grown. popular. I thought him. he was grown.
2: Like I know, I know. But like, if I've even if that's the too.
3: yeah, even if that's the role you're playing, like look into the role. Don't look like he just sat on your chest, smacked you with his dick, and was like, "Hey." You're doing this right now. Like, you know, just, especially if you know you're being recorded. Like, come on, girl. I
2: heard you. Right. I I really don't think, to be honest, like completely honest, I really don't think that she thought this shit was going to go out. Like, y'all can't sit there and say, y'all never been lazy ass bitches. Like, there's been times where I've been like, you want your dick suck? Bring it to me. I'm not moving. Like I'm playing <laughs> right not here. Bring it to my face. Like that like I'm not moving. But I don't Absolutely. think but they're not like, recording don't record it. Like, right, recording right, but... it,
4: You better put on your your actual <laughs> best. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: come on now. <laughs> Especially if you want to go back and look at it later for, you know, good memories. Like, come on, sis. That was a no bad
4: thing. Uh my tip would be, first of all, she was talking too much. If you if you going to be sucking dick you shouldn't be talking. You should <laughs> have a dick in your mouth. Like you shouldn't what are you talking for? I'm <laughs> talking to <the> mouthful bitch. <laughs> oh oh. Secondly, it, I mean because the dick wasn't in her mouth, it wasn't wet. Where the wetness at? You got it got be sloppy.
3: <laughs> what did he say? You need to put some mouth sauce on that. Right, put some put mouth sauce on that. Shout out to Maul from Joe Budden Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Had no thoughts on that shit. No nothing. It
3: was terrible. Fucking slide wasn't hitting the light or nothing. There was nothing on it. <laughs> it was dry. Just dry dick. We might as well just been
4: smacking her face with it. That's what you was <laughs> doing. It wasn't even going in her mouth.
2: She was on that lazy shit. I'm telling you. She was just like, all right, bring it here.
3: <laughs> Darla, take us home. <laughs>
2: all right. Oh, man. All right, my tip would be
0: just a simple tip. Just aim to please. When you having sex, you trying to please the other person. You want them to please you. Aim to please sis What you were doing was aiming to be cute or something. I don't know. Like why you... she wasn't doing nothing. But I know it wasn't. No, it wasn't. Did he come? <laughs>
4: <laughs> we didn't see that part. Mm-hmm. I want to
0: know. Did he come? I don't think. I don't know. But. The aim is to please. We want that climax at the end. What you were doing, you're not. We're not gonna get there ever. So
1: she was playing. <laughs> Y'all silly.
3: <laughs> you asked.
2: <laughs> I, I, I don't have no tips I I really refuse to believe that that was like I really think it was just. Like one of those nights, like her makeup was done, and she was like, I ain't doing shit. I ain't moving. He was like, all right, I'm gonna record you. She's like, all right, but I'm still not I ain't doing shit. And she didn't think that that was gonna be leaked. She kept saying, Put the whole thing in my mouth. And then,
4: yeah, and while he was trying to put it in her mouth,
2: <laughs> she was, yeah,
3: that's how, how like they maybe playing. they liked like that they whole like, yeah. <laughs> like that, uh, I don't really want to do it. Like, that's the shit they was playing. That's that's what he liked. I was no, kidding. No. No, no. 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 hey, Stop. I'm nice. scared. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm like, what? That shit was trash. That shit was, was, trash. It
2: was trash. But you know what's
3: crazy? Like to piggyback off that question, everybody's now talking about like, what if like who sex tape or video could be released? And if it was trash, would you be incredibly disappointed? Rihanna's? Oh, yeah. oh yes. <laughs>
1: if Rihanna oh, yeah, released a trash yeah. sex tape, I'm done. I'm 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 just. Oh, I, would, I don't think
3: Rihanna is I that think... bomb in bed though Me I just, either. Think, that, Me I just either. think she gets around a lot and she has that whole Indian thing about her and that nigga's like, like I just don't think she's bomb I don't think she'd be flying from the ceiling I really don't <laughs> You don't give me that. I would be disappointed if Amber Rose was trash. Like, oh yeah, I would be locked up in the. But room. No, honestly, I
2: don't know Black China was that
3: super trash. Yeah.
4: So. Yeah, I think Amber Rose might give some bomb head.
3: Yeah, I think so.
4: She's she smelling me. niggas' underwear and shit. She, she gonna right. Me. She nasty. She, she, nasty. Nasty. she, she nasty. Nasty. She'd probably, <laughs> she
3: probably stick a tongue in his ass. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if Amber was trash. That would that be it for me. No, I'll go with Yon yeah. Taylor. Oh yeah, no her yeah. and mine, they get down,
2: they get nasty.
3: Okay. <laughs> but what if they didn't though? What if it was like regularized missionary? If they didn't,
2: that would nah. be disappointing. That'd be so disappointing. That would definitely be disappointed. So no, <laughs> there's no way in hell.
3: There's no way.
0: Yes,
2: yeah, it's, it's not true. It's not true.
0: There's,
3: there's no way. It, well, he'd be digging her down. No. Oh. it's... I don't don't work. Like, imagine if she let all of that go to waste by just laying there, girl. She riding
2: yeah. the shit out that
1: day. Oh, <laughs> all right, <laughs> we. <are>
2: gonna... <laughs> oh, I, forgot I forgot you was there.
3: <laughs> this turned into
1: this turned into an episode. I'm just saying, real quick,
3: we're gonna go ahead and
1: bring this one back.
3: <laughs>
1: Sorry guys, Sorry. I'm back. All right, so now y'all good. Um, so the last question: If you can bring, uh, you know, your favorite era of music, any genre. So we got the crunk era, the snap era, psychedelic funk, the jazz era. Any era of music, what would you bring back, Darl? I see you thinking hard over there, so I'm coming to you first. I am thinking.
3: You're
0: supposed to not come to me because I was thinking. Now I gotta put you on the spot. But okay, what could I bring back? Um. Wait. Name those again. You said some
1: good ones. No, I wasn't I'm not giving you no cheat sheets. No cheat sheets. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> we had to pick okay. from your list.
1: No, nah, you don't pick from my list, anyway.
4: I'm ready. I'm ready. Yami, you go first. I'm. I mean, for me, just like the old, like '90s R&B, like early '90s. A um, little bit of late 80s, but like just old 90s R&B, you know, the groups, the, the male groups, the, the female groups, just good singing to you, girl, baby, please. Nehu, all that.
3: <laughs> Definitely got to bring your Nehu back. Jess, <laughs> what's yours?
2: I was gonna say like Motown yes up, mr postman like that's all i listen to at work like that'd be my shit they were singing about some real shit back then i don't know what happened
3: back then it was always a group named like the chavettes or some shit like that everybody was a part of a group that <laughs> sounded like that <laughs> um i would say hmm if i could group this into one genre it would be like based on artists, I would choose like mini Ripperton mixed with Mary J. Blige mixed with Brandy. Like if, if that could be a genre, then I would do that, but not like the, like the, what do you call it? Like the, why did my man leave me music? But like that whole sound of just like a woman, like when you listen to a song that's sang really well by a woman, that feeling of like, Uh. like, that bitch, you better go ahead. Like, if that was a genre, <laughs> like, the bitch, you better go ahead genre, I would love that to come back. <laughs> because, like, seriously, because, like, there's not enough real sangers
0: right. anymore.
3: Like, yeah. there's, it's like, not yeah. really happening. There's Strong nobody vocal. that
2: motivates you to pick up a brush and sing in the mirror no more. Like, and be straining your throat doesn't...
3: and shit. Don't nobody <laughs> do that. Yeah. Everybody yeah. want to breathe on the fucking microphone and, you know, they don't want to do it. that. Yeah, like. The only singer out this bitch is Drake, and I'm tired of that nigga. So we need more people out here busting a note. All right, darling, you had enough time to think.
0: All right, I want to say two for my two different sides. So I want to say like that R and B soul era. Like I miss the the music soul child. Like the the, mm-hmm. the D'Angelo the, the... neo soul.
4: I love me some neo soul. Yes, mm-hmm. I used to yes. study
3: that.
0: <laughs> but then my other side, my my thuggish side, wants to say like, bring back the nineties hip hop. Bring back mm-hmm. the old school hip hop. That slow shit.
3: Like that mob deep Wu Tang sound. Yes, that song. Like,
0: <laughs> <in> harmony. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> of course, you fair. like the light skin.
4: Thing. <laughs> you know me.
1: Wait a I second. We, we will not have any light skin slander on this podcast. <laughs> I refuse.
4: I'm I light skin. I can slander on the light skin.
3: Sacrifice <laughs> is happening. Right. It's but you know what darla said that and i have to think like you know i've been listening to a lot on title of um like common and like slum village and napper roofs and stuff like that and i don't think i want that music to come back i think if it came back it wouldn't be done well not in nowadays. this thing like that music don't need to be on social media that music needed to stay when we was like illegally downloaded on like napster and like kazaa and shit like that's <laughs> where that music needs to stay but it would be Absolutely. nice though to have some real music out these days.
1: There, um, have you heard Jericho Jackson yet?
3: Jericho Jackson,
1: um, I don't know. You probably haven't. It just it just came out. Um, but if you like that 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 era of hip hop, go back. It's a definitely a throwback to that. Um, it's dope. It's never gonna be mainstream, but it's it's a dope album. So check that out. Um, but I'm probably gonna end this podcast with a song from it. But uh. <laughs> that's it that's that's it for this episode but before we go we got to talk about your podcast we gotta let you plug it we gotta let you tell the people uh what's what it's all about who wants to take it away let let the listeners of the awakened soul know where they can find i'm just sitting and 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 what it's all about like i said
4: all right well um i'm just saying podcast uh it can be heard on uh, both SoundCloud and Apple Podcasts, um, just search, I'm just saying podcast, um, but we are four educated, beautiful women of color um, that are just trying to get by, you know, we trying to live this uh, adult life the best way we can, and uh, we, you know, every episode share our, you know, personal Experiences and our personal um, triumphs and just how we dealt with our um, lives as far as growing up and and trying to 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 deal with real adult things. Um, and then we also have fun. So, I mean, we have, uh, awesome. you know, our real conversations. Uh, it's it's almost like a, the idea of it was to take our group chat and put it on the show because, I mean, this is us all day, every day. Put us in a room and uh, you'll probably heal over with, in laughter. So um, we just wanted to show everyone that, you know, although we're out here I mean, people are on social media and people that we've like grown up with and gone to high school with and college with stunting for the gram and they look like they have it all together. Uh, We're here to let y'all know that we might look like it, but we don't got it all together and we want to help y'all out. (laughs) And that
3: is
1: us. Well, that's what's up. I want to thank you ladies for joining me. Uh, I appreciate it. Even though Shonise took six and a half months. um,
3: Why? (laughs) (laughs) I did what you asked me to do now. No more slander on Twitter.
1: I haven't slandered you in well well over seven days. So we're we're on a good streak.
3: Oh, it's a new week. So new slander? Yeah, gotcha. new week new
1: slander. Um but so before we go, tell tell uh all the people, each one of you guys social media. Darley can go first. Tell the people where they can find you.
0: All right, you guys can find me at on Instagram at Darla underscore
4: underscore seven that's it i don't have no other stuff um you can find me on instagram at one lucky lady that's o-n-e-e-l-u-c-k-i-i-l-a-d-i-i um and yes yes (laughs) one lucky lady (laughs) um and I'm, i'm on uh instagram and snapchat with both those um Screen names and then Oh, screen names. Sorry, I'm dating myself. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and you can find, I'm just saying, at I'm just saying on Instagram. Um, where else are we? Facebook and Twitter.
2: Yes.
1: Um, All right, Jess? Jessica,
2: you can find me on ig um jurani underscore that's j-u-r-a-n-i underscore or you can find me on snappy it's juranji and i tell the story all the time because i'm creative as fuck um it's like jumanji but you know i put a little twist on it so i put juranji (laughs) 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 so (laughs) crash I was mad clever for that, okay. And that's um <laughs> Judanji. I think it's just she Judanji. I don't know. Yeah. Don't know how to spell it. But yeah, no, just find me on um, exactly, on true. IG. I'm I'm actually public. Yeah, you so
4: Yeah, I'm public too now. But don't follow hey, me. Hey, welcome to the
2: dark side, <laughs> <to> the tw- <laughs>
0: y'all. I lied. I'm also on Snapchat, Darla underscore seven. I lied. Oh, I
2: about to say, <laughs> that that's be Like, should I just be snapping up the hook? <laughs> 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 I'm lying like, Sorry, sorry right,
1: Shawnee's. Shawnee's. <laughs>
3: hey <laughs> um so you guys can find me on instagram at kiss my sass. that's kiss underscore my underscore sass underscore on twitter at underscore dreadlightly. and also make sure you visit my website okay so here's the thing.com it's just okay not okay a y it's okay so here's the thing.com <laughs> um i talk about great shit so i mean you know check out my website
4: uh, This is exactly why we stopped doing this on our show. But thanks.
1: Yeah, (laughs) it takes a long time. Oh no worries. And our
3: podcast.
0: I'm just saying pod, right? What is no? What is it on Instagram? I did that girl. We did that
3: bitch. I'm just saying pod. I'm just saying pod. All over the place. (laughs) All right, shut us off.
1: (laughs) All right. (laughs) ladies and gentlemen you guys Never know where done. you can find me you can so find well. me at CEO Hayes <laughs> that's at C-E-O-H-A-I-Z-E but more importantly if you want to reach The Awakened Soul hit me up TheAwakenedSoulPod at gmail.com this has been episode 37 in the books I'll see you guys next week peace Hey, God, God, later
0: on ya. I need you right now I need you right
3: now let's get lost tonight You could be my black Kate Moss tonight. Play secretary on the ball tonight. And you don't give a fuck what they all say, right? Awesome to Christian and Christian Dior. Damn, they don't make them like this anymore. I ask, cause I'm not sure. Do anybody make real shit anymore? Bow in the presence of greatness. Cause right now, that has forsakenness. You should be honored by my lateness That I would even show up to this fake shit So go ahead, go nuts, go apeshit Especially in my pastel on my shit. Act like you can't tell who made this new gospel, homie, take six And take this, haters That, 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 that don't kill me
1: Can only make me stronger I need you to hurry up now Cause I can't
0: wait much longer I know I got to be right now Cause I can't get
3: much stronger That's how long I've been on ya.